Hello, and thank you for joining me on today's episode, episode six of the Farmhouse New England podcast. And today's episode is all about a well-loved home. Thanks for listening. So a well-loved home, and and what do I mean about that, um, really means a home I love, rooms that I love. And I get asked this question all the time, you know, how do you put your home together? I love your style. I love how you decorate. Where did you get this or where did you get that? And where do you get your inspiration? And it's the reason why I'm here. It's the reason why I'm talking to you on this podcast. It's the reason why I write and share on the blog. And the reason why I share over on Instagram um, at Farmhouse New England to share that imagery and the mood and feeling of what is behind design and decor for me. And I wanted to share more of this process with you today on the show. So when I start putting a room together, my mind really goes first to how do I want this room to feel to me and how do I want, how do I want to feel when I walk in? It's all about the emotion of the space for me. And I think it's one of the reasons why I'm never done with a room. You know, rooms evolve, homes evolve with how you're feeling. And I think that's important. And my ultimate goal is to achieve the look of a well-loved home that speaks to me in the moment. And, you know, that's going to be different for you. Obviously, it's different for me. But what that means to me is that it's not brand new or perfect. It may not be following all of the trends, but it's a space I'm comfortable in and where my guests also feel the warmth and inviting feeling of my home. And, you know, often we are really inundated with ideas from social media and magazines that offer us, and I think oftentimes, really unrealistic views and all kinds of tips for how you can decorate your home. Um, So you can follow all these guidelines and recommendations on how you should lay out your room um, according to dimensions and trends and paint colors. But I think what we often overlook when we start approaching um, uh, redecorating or redesigning a room or starting from scratch, we overlook how that space meets our emotional needs. And I've discussed this a little bit here um, on the podcast and over on the blog. And don't get me wrong, you know, I love magazines and Instagram just like all of you. And I can get lost in the rabbit hole, also known as Pinterest, for hours on end. And and these are all excellent places for finding inspiration, for helping you create or change the look of a room. And, And more so for me, I use these places for gathering ideas to source items too. So, and I've never been the type of person who buys the whole look from one store. And to me, that's the fun and artistry of putting a look together. It's a little bit of, you know, things from here and there, mixing old and new. And that's what's great about pulling inspiration from many different sources. So let's dig in and get started. I wanted to share this method with you. And my hope is to help you create spaces that will speak to you. 
So we all know that every room usually has a primary function, which must be an important factor to consider when we're getting started. However, it's also important to remember how you feel in the space, as we've discussed. Color, light, and space organization are what I consider my three pillars of design. So first, let's talk about color. When I walk into a room and begin collecting thoughts, my first decision is usually color. I put paint to emotion in just about every decor decision I make. And so how do specific colors make me feel? You know, does it bring me a sense of calm, say for a bedroom or a living room, like a light blue or white? Or for a den or office, if you want a cozy area to focus and read, I might consider a mix of dark and light colors. And color trends, uh, you know, they change every year. You know, there's always the color of the year. And this year, I think it's green. I can't remember the exact color. Um, I'm not a huge green fan. And so for me, I know that while that's a trend and popular color at the moment, that is something I won't be, I won't be jumping on that bandwagon. So that's an example for me. You may love green, um, and that's great, but I'm talking specifically about matching up how I feel to trends and being more in tune with what I really, um, what I really like. And color choices are personal and you probably know your favorite colors. For me, it's blue and pink. And if you were to walk from room to room in the farmhouse, you'll find some shade of blue and pink. And that's because those colors and varying shades make me feel content, settled, and really happy. So this is when you take the opportunity to reflect on how you want each room of your home to feel, and then the favorite colors in your mind that match those feelings. I next move on to what furniture and decor items I have on hand and what I need to source to fill the gaps to fully utilize a room in a way that makes me feel good. The emotion and feelings at this stage revolve around more or less. So more or less things. And and for me, this is a really different room, uh, room by room concept. So. I like less decor in bedrooms, but I crave more pieces in my living room and dining areas. And remember, as I walk through this concept, this may be very different for you. So you are thinking about you. I'm just giving you some guidelines on how I approach this. Now, after you've settled on your paint and furniture, the final step is lighting. Lighting is so important. A lamp can change the mood of a room as soon as you turn it on and the type of window treatments you choose will impact how you get natural light into the space. And candles, candles in the evening, another great way to add some mood to your rooms and maybe bring you a little bit of joy, especially in the long winter days. I'll use my living room as an example of pulling all three of these factors together in in steps. It was the first room I started on after buying the farmhouse, and it was my biggest challenge. And it's not finished today. If you look at it, it looks great, and I'm, I'm happy with it. But there are a few projects to tackle that are on my list of things to do. Now, I knew immediately I wanted this room to feel like... I was in a library or a sitting room somewhere in an old English manor. Um, The 
Uh, original hand-sewn beam ceilings are reminiscent of a Cotswold cottage, if you're familiar with that style in England, that region. And they provide inherent warmth to the room. It really helps the room feel very intimate and cozy, despite its vast size. But I was also going to have to think about how the room was going to serve other functions too, based on the furniture I was bringing into the farmhouse and other areas of the farmhouse that were going to be utilized in different ways. So it really helped me to start with this room. I knew that I wanted a place to relax with coffee or cocktails. That's a big part of our lives. And I knew our TV was going to have to go in here, so I was going to have to carve out space for the TV. And it was also the only place that I could really fit my large dining table. So it was important for me to have a nice area for us to gather for meals. At the end of the day, I was looking for turning this giant room into the ultimate relaxing room. I knew I wanted to paint the walls white to calm the size of the space. And this allowed me to think clearly about my design direction. The walls, before I painted them, were all paneling and not high quality paneling, wood paneling. So doing the walls in a soft white would also permit me to add more color and textures with the furniture and my decor items and also window treatments to help bring some balance to the warmth of the ceilings as I progressed through my design. I knew for sure that I was going to be adding blue somewhere in here and it was going to be a rich blue. So towards the end of the project, I added extra long floor to ceiling velvet blue draperies as an elegant complement to the ceilings and walls, giving me the drama and texture to balance the white walls. That was really important to me because I'm not necessarily drawn to white walls. The room, as I said, is vast and was initially really overwhelming. So I decided to arrange the furniture in designated areas of use. I created an intimate seating area, which would address our coffee cocktail, and another spot dedicated to TV watching. And then I saved the most prominent location for the dining table. So now when I walk in the room, I feel a sense of calm. It looks organized and pulled together based on how we use each area. Now, as I said before, while this room is mostly done, I have some fun projects planned that I know will bring me further joy. And I can't wait to share those with you all. rooms make you feel when you walk into them. I invite you to walk into the room or rooms in your home where you might not be getting all the right feels and ask yourself, does it have the colors that bring me joy? Does it have too much or too little in the room? And last but not least, are you getting enough light, whether day or early evening? And this is really important this time of year when uh, our days or our daylight ends early, especially with daylight savings coming up soon. Reflecting on these three areas and steps I've outlined will help you begin your own path towards loving your home room by room. 
So make sure you head over to Instagram and drop me a comment on this subject. I'd love to hear from you. And thanks for listening to today's show. Thank you for joining me on today's episode. I appreciate you listening. I would love it if you would subscribe to the show. That way you'll never miss an episode. And while you're at it, if you found some inspiration here, please rate me and tell a friend about my show. You can also find me over on Instagram at Farmhouse New England. Lots of fun content and daily updates about the farmhouse and also all the fun farm animals. And my website at farmhousenewengland.com where you can get even more information about our Airbnb listing and more about me. So thank you again and until next time.